0: Hello everybody, Ben Mobs here, the Raptors Digest, reacting the Toronto Raptors 113 111 loss to the Charlotte Hornets. Once again, the Toronto Raptors are succumbed to the late game heroics of Jeremy Lamb. He he's a Raptor, he's a certified Raptor killer, especially in the clutch of games, cause tonight, once again, he knocks down a game-winning three. This one wasn't at the buzzer and wasn't a behind half-court shot, but nonetheless, he's still got a buzzer or a game winner against the Raptors and it's unfortunate to lose these games in this sort of fashion, but before we get into it, before we talk about this kind of deflating game, even though it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, the Hornets are very motivated to win, they're fighting for the playoffs, and the Raptors, we're chilling, we're a second seed. I'm not getting shook, but it still it still sucks to lose a close game, but before we get into it, the comment of the day, eh? And after tonight's loss, I, I wanted to find something that's pretty, you know, wholesome happy mate lifts the spirit of the podcast before we uh before we talk about this game and uh it's going to samuel remfrey i think that's how you pronounce it uh just a wholesome comment that i I wanted to give out there when people are giving nice comments you know you're getting the comment of the day Uh, i appreciate it after this game i want something to lift at least my spirits and i want to throw out there give a shout out to samuel remfrey for for being a cool guy from australia you know shout out to australia all the fans all around the world so that's pretty cool but nonetheless let's get straight into this game and the toronto raptors for most of this one, it, it was pretty solid. We came right out the gate and absolutely stomped the Hornets, and I think after that stretch that we, we kind of took our foot off the gas and kind of started treating it like a, like a game 80 out of 82 when the seating's all locked up and just trying to... Get healthy, not worried about this game as much. And we saw the Hornets. They're a desperate team, and they came fighting back, obviously. I mentioned Kemba Walker, Jeremy Lammer. two... Well, Jeremy Lamb's great against the Raptors. Kemba Walker's always great. He had 29 points, Jeremy Lamb with 22. Even Kaminsky had some great moments tonight. Didn't shoot the greatest from three, but 22 and 13 from him. It didn't seem like the Raptors really were locked in, locked down, until the last six minutes of this game, and that that's when the starters win. I, I expected the Raptors to w- pull this one out. They made the right plays down the stretch, but once again, late game heroics from Jeremy Lamb set, sealed the deal, and that's how it goes. Made for at least an exciting finish, but we'll, we'll talk about the players. Kawhi Leonard, yeah, we're talking about more and more about Kawhi as we enter the playoffs, because he's really going to be the player to watch, and 29 points for him, six rebounds, four assists, really looked to take over at the end of this game, and he shot 12 for 18 for the field. Phenomenal field goal percentage, but the one question mark a little bit about Kawhi I guess the past week or so, his three-point shot has looked a little bit flat. Otherwise he's been playing amazing, but we'd probably like to see a few more threes go in, but uh, you know, you can only ask so much for your best player who's putting in 29, 6, and 4. Just uh, just quality numbers from Kawhi. He really carried the game. Down the stretch he got us some big, big buckets, so you know, I'm excited to see playoff Kawhi. We titled the last video Kawhi going playoff mode, and we saw it again tonight. He's amping up the intensity, and I'm really excited to see what he does when his 82 practices are over and uh, the playoffs turn around. Uh, in same same fashion, Kyle Lowry, he looked pretty solid tonight. He's doing all the Kyle Lowry things. You know, his box score isn't overwhelming, but 16 points, 11 assists for him, and, you know, he hit a couple threes. But once again, another player that's just coming into his own, we, we all kind of wanted Kyle Lowry to rest over the past couple weeks to make sure he's 100% healthy and you know all the rest we can get Kyle's th- for the best but he's looking comfortable the one thing when Kyle rests he does look a bit shaky for a couple games because he's out of rhythm and he, he's even vocal about how he doesn't like to miss time because of that reason so he looks in a solid rhythm right now and he, he looks comfortable even if the shots aren't going into you know where he was at maybe in 2016 or 2017 he's still doing the Kyle Lowry things that make him so makes him so valuable to this team makes him an all-star, makes him one of the top point guards in the league. So, shout out to Kyle, I'm impressed with how he's been playing. Pascal Siakam tonight, He I would have liked him to be more aggressive. You know, at the end of the game, he kind of really, he tried to take it over in the fourth, and at the very beginning, you know, those are the stretches where the Raptors look like regular primetime raptors basketball for the, the the middle it was just a bit shaky at least in my opinion but you know at the end of this game he was looking for a shot at the beginning he was looking for a shot and he had 14 points only took 9 9 attempts tonight but uh 5 rebounds 3 assists two for three from the three point line he hit some well, at least one above the break three tonight, and that's always encouraging to see. You know, Pascal Siakam, he's one of the best corner three shooters in the league since uh, since midway through this year, since about February, so seeing him be able to knock down the above the break three a bit more consistently will be even more valuable to this team, but uh, you know, Pascal Siakam, I'm not worried about him. He's, even though he kind of took tonight off a little bit, I want to say, because he didn't shoot two too many shots. Still, he, he's going to be great going to the playoffs. I'm only worried about the playoffs. I, I sorry, I'm sorry if I'm giving a poor analysis on this game, but, you know, the it, it, Raptors kind of struggled, but they kind of didn't, and, you know, I think everyone's just looking forward to the playoffs. I think the guy that played the best tonight, you know, aside from Kawhi, is uh, Serge Ibaka. 20 points, 12 rebounds, back-to-back games off the bench where he looks very strong. He wasn't Steph Curry from three tonight, unfortunately, 0-1 from three, but... You know he's getting buckets, 2010, and I love how comfortable Surge is looking off the bench now. You know we made the we made the video on breaking down the seven players that are def- definitively going to be in our rotation, and they all look pretty solid. You know the one question mark about Surge, especially when Marcus initially came over, is he struggled a little bit off the bench, and people were wondering if he could keep up the great numbers he's been playing if he. Maybe gets the same amount of minutes, but off the bench with, you know, not being fed by Kyle Lowry of a possession, more so playing with Fred VanVleet, but he's shown that he's been capable of getting buckets off the bench, and that's what I expected, because even though Gasol doesn't put up the same numbers Serge does, he's a bit more valuable in getting the most out of the rest of the starters, while Serge, he doesn't really need a lot of players around him. He needs a good guard to get him, feed him the ball in the right spots, but he's not going to really create for other players, and he can do what he does. He can be the focal point down low in the offense, catch the ball in the block, catch the ball in the mid post, and go to work. And tonight, we saw that from Serge, obviously 10 of 15 from the field, I'm really happy with how Serge has been playing the past couple of games, adjusting to that bench role, you know, and Fred Van Vliet, another guy off the bench, solid, solid game for Fred, 12 points, uh, four free from the field, three assists, uh, three rebounds. Since it, since he's coming back from injury, Fred Van Vliet has really stepped up his game. Uh, it sounds like a broken record on every podcast because I say it every time, but he's back to steady Freddie, I think that's fair to say, and playoff time key we need steady freddy during the playoff time we didn't have him last year because that shoulder injury miami played i think we're playing miami again in the last couple games so maybe we should rest everybody in that game in my opinion but uh yeah i'm just i'm just keep keep going through these players you know danny green didn't have the biggest game tonight hit a couple threes nick nurse only played 19 minutes fair enough nick nurse has mentioned how he's Cut back Danny Green's minutes at the end of the season just so he's fresh and ready to go for the playoffs and he doesn't get out of rhythm because three-point shooters really can't get out of rhythm. And uh, Marc Gasol, the same same issues with Marc Gasol. He does everything great. He plays defense. He passes the ball at an extremely high level. Uh, he, he rebounds. He's in the right positioning. He screens. He's a great screen setter. And But the, the issue with Marc Gasol in some games is he just doesn't shoot. You know, he doesn't look for his shots. He doesn't look for his own offense. And it's really unfortunate. You know, he started this game, he knocked down a three. I was pretty excited. I was thinking maybe tonight could be a pretty big game for Marcus Hall. But unfortunately, he just doesn't look for his shots. And it's not like it's not the same case as Jonas, because there's cases, stretches where we just didn't give him the ball in the post. This season, we've been pretty good at feeding our big men the ball. But the unfortunate thing is, Marcus Hall's getting the ball, but he just isn't looking for his shots. He's not putting himself in scoring positions in some games. And in my opinion, it's to the detriment of the Toronto Raptors offense. Now, d- Necessarily, do we want Mark to be the number one option? No. We have Kawhi, we have Siakam, even Lavery when he's hot is a is a better option on offense than Casol. But he's still a guy that that before he came to the Toronto Raptors is putting in like 16, 17 points a game. You know, that's still phenomenal numbers. He's still capable of getting easy shots, whether it be in the paint or from the three-point line, and we need him to be more aggressive. Maybe Nick Nurse has told him just to calm down and really blow up when uh, when it really matters in the next week in the mid-April, end April, May, June. But it's not It's not encouraging to see him have games where he takes two shots. He took two shots tonight. That's absolutely ridiculous. saw so be more aggressive. Look for your shot more. Uh, yeah, and then our, our two bench guys, I think the two people that are really fighting for bench minutes are Norman Powell and OG Ananobi. Those are the two guys that are really out here. You know, Jody Meeks, I think he could be an asset for the Toronto Raptors in the playoffs. If you want the full breakdown, we made a whole video on it, but, you know, Norman Powell, OG, and Anobi are two guys that are, in my opinion, in the eighth and ninth man role, eighth and ninth positions. And Nick Nurse is probably going to cut it down to eight, maybe a little bit of nine, nine players in the playoffs. So those two guys are really trying to make a name for themselves in terms of earning minutes. And OG, OG coming back from injury, he was doing the right things, but unfortunately, Missed missed a lot of his open threes, which really sucked. Norman Powell also tonight wasn't very overwhelming. Came into the game twenty minutes, two points for Norm, four points for OG. You know, neither of them shooting, both of them shooting twenty five and thirty three percent from the field. No, no, neither of them hit a three. We need those two guys to be effective in the playoffs, at least one of them. In those eighth-man minutes, we need someone productive at that spot. Obviously, our starters have been amazing all year. Uh, Serge and uh, Fred Van Vliet. Serge has been great all year as well. Fred Van Vliet's really been great since coming back from injury. Now we need that one more consistent player. I think those two people are the players fighting for it, and neither of them really impressed tonight. So, they, they play good defense and all that. OG does... OG's a really good defender. You miss you kind of miss his presence when he misses a couple games and you see him come back, but we need them both to hit their open shots, and they've shown they're capable of doing it on a more consistent basis. Briefly mentioned Jeremy Lin, over 2 from the field, 0 points, minus 11 for the game in 10 minutes. It's really looking like he's... Minutes are going to be hard to come by for Jeremy Lin, so unless he starts impressing in the short stints of run he gets... I don't see Jeremy Lin getting any playoff run. Anyways, enough enough about this game in terms of players. We're going to swing it straight into the segments tonight. The Kawhi Doom like that play of the day. And I alluded to the chemistry that the Toronto Raptors have been building at the beginning of this podcast. And there was a lot of plays tonight where the ball just really swung across the court. And uh, things were looking really, really nice. The Toronto Raptors offense was fluid. It was in sync. And I really enjoyed seeing it. Yeah, you know, there's a couple plays. Uh, one Pascal Siakam threw up a pump fake. Larry threw up a pump fake. The ball swung all the way around the floor and ended up in the three. So that, that was a pretty good one. Those are the quiet doom like that plays of the night. All those ball movement. The the 2014 Spurs offense. And <laughs> it's funny I say that because I before I even mentioned it, you know, I forgot that two of those players are currently on the Toronto Raptors. But if you remember that team, that ball was swinging all around the court, and uh, they ended up beating the Miami Heat in the finals with that. So hopefully the the Toronto Raptors this season. Can do something similar. But not all plays it can be the Kawaii Doom like that play of the day, and some just make you say, Oh geez. And tonight, the OGs oh, play of the day, it's going to OG himself. Unfortunately, he's coming back from injury. I'm happy to see him healthy. And I guess, you know, we can't expect too too much after he misses a few games with a concussion, concussion-like symptoms. But I briefly brought it up, and, you know, Nick Nurse went with OG in the fourth quarter because of how great on defense he was playing, doing the right things and stuff, but uh, he missed a couple really, really unfortunate threes at the end of this one. Two threes that would have really put the Toronto Raptors in a good position to win this game, kind of took control of the game, but unfortunately they were in and out, and OG... You know, if you're you're gonna miss those open threes that could really have been momentum builders, you're getting the OGS play of the day. But finally, the infamous, the one and only Damari Carroll Gold Star Award, and tonight it's going to Jeremy Lamb because you know not because he played poorly, but for how it, it was unfair to do that to Raptors fans twice. I, I think that's really it's just a disrespectful thing to do. You know the worst part about this game tonight was Jeremy Lamb having to crush our soul for the, a second time. How are you really going to put two L's on the Toronto Raptors win loss record? You know the Toronto Raptors have only lost 24 games this season. Literally two of them have come at the hands of Jeremy Lamb game winners. If he missed those shots, we would be uh, we would be 58 and 22 right now. Right now we're 56 and 24, all because of Jeremy Lamb and his crazy end game antics. So you're getting the Demarrio Carroll Gold Star Award tonight. Uh, I also, there's a, a second one being handed out to the Charlotte Hornets head coach, because you have Biz MacBiombo on your roster. You have him on your roster. I know he's a minus 11, three minutes, but you have him to start. You're starting Biz MacBiombo, and you literally only play him three minutes. Biz is our father, you know, for Raptors, all Raptors fans know that we're around to 2016. Biz MacBiombo will forever be our father, and the Charlotte Hornets are disrespecting this man by giving him three minutes. They're baiting him, telling him he's going to be a starter, and then they play him three minutes. That's whack. I know Frank Kaminsky had a really big game tonight, and Hernan Gomez, he played three minutes as well. You know, there's there's some big guys on their team, and I guess they want to match up, and they end up winning the game, but you can't do Biz like that. That's disrespectful to my, my guy, Biz MacBiombo. Future Raptor. He's a former Raptor, and hopefully he's a future Raptor, because Biz is my guy. Anyways, enough of me ranting. This game is uh, it's over. It's done with. The Raptors could have pulled it out. There's a lot of positives to take away, but unfortunately, Jeremy Lamb ripped our hearts out of our chest. And uh, yeah, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Hopefully, it doesn't happen in the playoffs. Anyways, we might end up matching up against the Hornets. We actually have a video coming tomorrow about who we want to see in the first round. We didn't really talk about the Hornets because. Honestly, we thought that uh, we'd win tonight and they'd be out because they're two games behind everyone else in the Eastern Conference playoff picture. But, you know, maybe they're back in contention. Would you want to see the Hornets in the playoffs? I definitely don't want to see Jeremy Lamb in the playoffs. But regardless, check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. I forgot to mention the beginning of the podcast. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Music. So if you're interested in listening to us on those platforms, definitely check us out. Search us up. Any last word? Ha <laughs> ha. This is a solo podcast. Riker's not on this one. So I got the last words. And hopefully the, the Toronto Raptors don't have to see Jeremy Lamb again this season. So uh, yeah, I'm signing out. Cheers.